This is Black and Gold Rush, the podcast where we talk about all angles of New Orleans Saints football. I'm your host, Rachel Jones, and I've been a Saints fan all my life, so I know just how much this team means to our city, both as a former reporter and from my season ticket in Section 257. Whether it's breaking down game tape or telling an inspiring off-the-field story, I'm here for it because the Saints bring us together. Let's get going. Welcome back to Black and Gold Rush. Well, we made it. The NFL offseason is officially here. They actually did it. COVID and all. At least one blockbuster trade has already broken. And my guest today, Tori Petri, covers one of the teams involved. Tori is an Emmy-nominated multimedia journalist for the Detroit Lions. And she's one of my dear friends. Tori and I first connected through the Association for Women in Sports Media, or Awesome, back in 2012. I had been a member of Awesome for about four years, and we met at the annual convention that year in Chicago. And I remember our personalities clicked instantly. Tori's been with the Lions for seven years now, serving as a reporter, host, and analyst for the team website, and TV partners. And remember that Emmy I mentioned? Tori won her first career Emmy Award for sports reporter talent in Michigan in 2020. She's doing awesome work and is an inspiration to me, and I hope she'll be to you as well, that you can work hard and achieve your dreams, whether it's in sports media, starting a podcast, or in any field. She and I also have something else in common, I'm currently attending Tori's alma mater, the University of Florida, for my master's degree in public relations. Tori and I cover a lot in this episode, including how the Lions are reloading with three new coaches that have Saints ties, plus Matthew Stafford's new home, and Tori's recent trip to the Senior Bowl, her first work trip in almost a year. So let's get to it with Tori Petrie. Tori, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It is so fun to reunite with you, podcast-wise at least. (laughs) Absolutely. So our careers have kept us in touch through the years, and I'm so grateful for that because you're such a beautiful person. And so before we dive in and uh, talk football, Tori, uh, introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners, if you don't mind. So I am the team reporter for the Detroit Lions, which basically means that I, you know, host their website content. I work with our TV partners and host our shows on our TV partners channels. And I'm kind of like a a utility player broadcaster for them. So I sideline report, I host, I, you know, do interviews with players and coaches and all that kind of stuff. So It's fun in that I get to do all kinds of different aspects of broadcasting and kind of take fans into the team and get them a little bit closer to their favorite players and coaches. 
awesome. That behind the scenes content is just so valuable doing social media content, TV on all platforms. You can find Tori doing it all. A woman of who wears many hats up in up in Detroit covering the Lions. <laughs> and that is a uh, perfect transition to my next topic, how the Detroit Lions have now hired three coaches with ties to the Saints. Of course, head coach Dan Campbell, defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, and Mark Brunel as quarterbacks coach. Uh, Brunel was Drew Brees' backup quarterback in the 08 and 09 seasons and the holder on some of Garrett Hartley's biggest field goal kicks. So let's start, Tori, nice. with, uh, with uh, Dan Campbell. <laughs> I know some fans may not remember that uh, about Mark Brunel. So fun, <laughs> fun fact of the day, for sure. So let's start uh, there, Tori, with uh, Dan Campbell. You were inside uh, his legendary opening press conference <laughs> where the words bite a kneecap were said, <laughs> but uh, his messages about preparation and accountability sound an awful lot like Sean Payton mantras. So what do you make of Dan Campbell leading the Lions and take us inside what that press conference was like? Well, first off, I love your fun fact about Brunel being the holder. That was a really good one. I love that. Uh, But you're totally right. That press conference is legendary at this point. I was in the room for that. And, you know, I was just sitting in the back of the room grinning at this, everything he was saying, because by the time he was done, you were ready to run through a brick wall. Like he had everybody in that room so amped up. Um, You know, different people had different opinions of what he said. But, you know, I think what he said was genuine in that he just wanted to let the fans and players know how serious he was about what he wanted to do here. And, you know, he said, Hey, that, that comment wasn't for a national audience. It was for the people here to know that I'm in business when I'm stepping in. And and it was a well-received comment because Lions fans have, have gone through a, a lot of ups and downs. And so, you know, I think that comment excited a lot of people just because, you know, it, it, it amps you up for what is to come with Dan Campbell. But, you know, it should be interesting to see how this goes because he definitely is stepping into a tough position. They've called it a roster retool. Uh, but obviously, we've all been following NFL news. So so we know about the reports that are out there about, you know, trades and everything and, and you know, the Lions uh, parting ways with Matthew Stafford reportedly. So it, it's crazy the situation that he's stepping into and, and how much uh, will need to be done here in, in his first year. And so I, I think he definitely has a big challenge ahead of him, but I think it's exciting and it is, it is a new beginning for Detroit sports fans. I love that. A new beginning. It certainly comes with a lot of excitement, but also a lot of challenges, like you said. And he brought with him Aaron Glenn as his defensive coordinator. And he, Aaron Glenn, had circled uh, in previous years as as a head coaching candidate. Um, And actually, a report literally just surfaced before we started recording that the Saints are uh, hiring former Seahawks defensive coordinator and Cowboys assistant Chris Chris Richard to fill his role as secondary coach. So I'm telling you, I mean, you're right. on vacation this week. So I mean, but, <laughs> but you literally can't escape breaking news even no. during you know, the off season. Uh, so a, 
but but Saints fans, we're going to get into that more next week on next week's episode when Mike Triplett is going to join us, uh, the Chris Richard hire, um, his his reported hire. It literally just broke before we hit record. So, but Tori, uh, you mentioned the reported news, uh, Matthew Stafford um, being traded, um, but again. Um, Nothing can be made official until the new league year begins in March. Isn't that right? Yes, exactly. So, you know, uh, the reports are of the trade and the the details of the trade with the Los Angeles Rams are out there. But because of the way the new league year works, it's not fully official until the league year restarts in March. So, you know, a little bit of limbo here until that trade becomes official, but uh, certainly a blockbuster report. That's for sure. No doubt about it. Detroit making headlines with that uh, news. He's uh, the report was that Matthew Stafford is going to the Rams for Jared Goff, a third round pick and two future first rounders. I mean, Tori, you should have seen the columns here in all across (laughs) Louisiana advocating for the Saints to go out and get Matthew Stafford, given the Saints uh, uncertainties at the quarterback position from your seven years covering the Lions. What does Stafford bring to a team? I mean, Stafford is going to bring leadership. He's going to bring toughness. He's going to bring savvy. Uh, He's going to bring that sidearm. You know, everybody likes to talk about Patrick Mahomes sidearm throw, but you know who else has a great sidearm is Matthew Stafford. You know, he can do the no look pass as well. And so there's so many aspects of what Stafford does that can help a team out. And when you have a veteran guy like that, he's going to bring so much to the table. And not only that, but he is an incredible leader. His teammates all respect him. And, you know, I I think that he will do well wherever he, you know, ends up, you know, I think that, you know, once this trade is finalized and, and he heads to LA, I think that that will bring a lot to that football team that is already a contender. And then you add in Matthew Stafford into the mix. I think that that will really benefit them. He just brings so much in terms of tangible skills, but also the intangibles as well as a leader of a football team. Right. You mentioned those, those intangibles, just extremely valuable at the quarterback position. What was he like to cover in Detroit? I mean, you've, I'm sure you did a fair number of interviews with him. Yeah, I I will definitely miss interviewing Matthew Stafford. He is a great guy and so easy to work with. I mean, I started this job seven years ago and from the beginning, he was gracious and understanding with me, you know, always was willing to, to do an interview and, you know, just really enjoyed working with him and also what his family has meant to the Detroit community. They really have, you know, made their home in Detroit. And I think that they will be very much missed by that community because they have done so much for the city of Detroit. And, you know, something that maybe people outside of the market don't know as well, that he and his family do something they call Stafford Christmas with uh, people in need across the Detroit metro area, families who have lost loved ones or families who are going through financial hardships or medical hardships. And they'll, you know, read tons and tons of stories of all these deserving families and they'll pick as many of them as they can. And they will cover Christmas for that entire family and their kids. And they will, you know, go and show up to their house with all these presents. Oftentimes that's a surprise to them because someone else that they know nominated them. They didn't nominate themselves. 
And so they will just be surprised that Kelly and Matthew Stafford showed up on their doorstep with their entire Christmas list covered. And, you know, that that just speaks to how much they care about this community and, you know, how much they invest in people and the kind of people that they are. And I think that will definitely be missed. I love that. I mean, when you can really invest in a community that way and just really be a part of it. I mean, we've seen the same thing with so many, of course, Drew Brees with his multiple, his his. Breeze Dream Foundation, and of course, you know many other Saints players have done have done similar things. Um, so it's just it just makes it real, you know. You know, so many kids and families see these players yeah. as as these superstars, and but when they can be parts of their lives and really impact them in a real tangible way, it just it just means so much. That's a beautiful story. And uh, speaking of interviews uh you in your role as a team reporter you actually i got to interview uh dan campbell and uh new lions general manager brad holmes one-on-one and i wanted to ask you those are such valuable experiences uh, particularly today when interviews are so often restricted to zoom due to covid protocols just just uh, talk about how valuable those experiences are a little bit for us Oh, absolutely. I was so happy that I got to do those interviews in person. You know, we've been in this, um, you know, virtual interview world for so long now. Uh, It had been a very long time since I had sat down with someone in person. You know, it it was free agency of last year that things kind of went virtual and and they never went back. But Mm -hmm. because of the season being over and the COVID protocols being slightly different, but still, you know, pretty rigorous, I was in the COVID testing protocol for the Lions. That's the benefit of being the team reporter is that, Mm -hmm. you know, I go twice a week and get COVID tested. And, you know, so we were all in the clear and I was able to sit down with both Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and had so much fun talking to both of those guys. And I think it's so important too, because these are guys that you're going to work with throughout their time in Michigan. And so being able to establish that relationship right off the bat to meet them in person to say, Hey, you know, I'm Tori, I'm the team reporter here. You'll be seeing me around a lot as long as things do go, do go back to being in person at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so good to establish that rapport because that's part of what we do as, as reporters is, is you build those relationships with the people that you cover. It means you get better interviews. It means people feel more comfortable talking to you. So it's really important. That's awesome. And we had uh, Caroline Gonzalez, the Saints uh, yes, team reporter. Yes, I love Caroline. On, uh, yes, on, on, um, it'll, it, on one of our previous uh, episodes, uh, episode five. And uh, I, just, she, I yeah. just have to brag on Caroline for a yes, second. Yes, she is the sweetest girl. I, this last season, had foot surgery during the season on the bye week. You yeah. know, so I was pretty incapacitated. And, you know, I get a text from Caroline and she's like, I'm sending, you know, Uber Eats to your house right now. Like I'm having food delivered for you. And it was just the the sweetest gesture. So Caroline is a gem. I love her and Saints fans should love her too. Oh my gosh. That is an amazing story. (laughs) People in New Orleans have the best hearts. I mean, I've, I've never been to Detroit. I'm sure Detroit uh, what's the word for people from Detroit? I don't know. Is there De- a word? De- yeah, you could you could say Detroiters or Michiganders. 
Yes, yes. I knew I knew Michiganders, but yes, I had I, I wasn't sure what the word for Detroit natives was. Detroiters. Yeah. I'm sure they have good hearts too, but yes, having her yes, I've being from New Orleans my whole life, I know what what big hearts we have. And hearing yes. that from you just reaffirms it. Wow. But yeah, no, I was just gonna say that uh Caroline, the uh the Saints team reporter, uh she mentioned that uh the importance of relationships has been affirmed this season all the more because the locker room relationships have been kind of taken away due to the COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, your your uh, Instagram reel uh, right before you, I think it was right before you sat down with Dan Campbell that re- <laughs> literally took you f- from the start to finish uh, that included the COVID test. <laughs> that was pretty, uh, yes. and that showed how you were part of the testing protocol. Okay, that explains that. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, talk, yeah, talk a little bit more about, uh, so you're, you've been part of the testing protocol all season long from um, from since everything began? Yeah. So everything is kind of broken down into tiers and you test different days based on what tier you're in. And so the tier I was in, I was testing once a week during the season Um, until a little bit later on in the season, they kind of uh, tightened things up with the COVID protocols and got a little bit more strict with them. And after that happened, we just kind of decided that I would be covering everything virtually from there. And so I was no longer in the testing protocol. Uh, I was just working solely from home, except for on game days. And then now that we're in the off season, I'm back to testing twice a week now uh, so that I can go in and do those types of interviews with uh, the new guys that we bring into the building. Well, that content is amazing. And speaking of, um, <laughs> you. you know, uh, getting back to, to the off season, uh, you were just at the senior bowl and, uh, a, a couple questions about that. That meant a chance to evaluate some incoming NFL talent. So, A, what was it like to cover a live a live event like that? Uh, you had, of course, we had, you know, 17 weeks of NFL action, but the Lions had no fans all season and the Saints had limited capacity. But, you know, so I'm sure the energy was, was a lot different um, at the Senior Bowl. Um, right. Uh, and, and B, who really stood out to you? Well, it was so much fun to be able to cover an event again. Of course, I was at the games, but you were, you know, very socially distant from everyone. Things did not look the same as a normal football season. But I I haven't been on a work trip since, you know, the combine of 2020. So that's, you know, end of February. And so it, it had been almost a year since I had been on a plane and which is bizarre for me because I'm used to traveling every other weekend during the season. And then at least at the very least once a month during the off season, usually Mm -hmm. more. And then to go almost an entire year without stepping foot on a plane was crazy. Um, So it was fun to be able to go on a work trip again and to, you know, be back out in the field. That's one of the parts that we love about our job is being able to be in the middle of the action. And so it was good to do that down in Mobile, see a couple of faces that you're used to seeing during Things like the combine, the draft, senior bowl week, and and say hello to those people. So it was a good time, and it, it's certainly beneficial for players too because they start to make a name for themselves down at the senior bowl, especially for guys that are from smaller schools that didn't go up against quite as tough competition in their college careers as guys from you know SEC schools or Big Ten schools, and you know they get to go down to the senior bowl and face up against those really good players and show, hey, I can still do this up against this really good talent. And one guy that was really able to do that this week 
it's actually a, a fun mention for the people who follow me from Michigan because it's Dwayne Eskridge from Western Michigan University. And he really uh, stood out last week. He's wide receiver, and that's a position of need for the Lions as well uh, this offseason. And so he was a guy who comes from you know a Mac school but goes down to the Senior Bowl and shows that he can play well up against SEC corners, Big Ten corners. And that's so valuable for those kinds of guys. But then another, another name that stands out to me Kadarius Tony I got to give him a shout out because he's from my alma mater and and yours as well Rachel yes soon uh, to be yes you know, I'm getting my master's yeah. at the University of Florida yes mm-hmm. exactly Kadarius Tony you know he he really was a, a name to watch at the senior bowl as well and, and again wide receiver still a position okay, yeah, another mm-hmm. yeah definitely so right yeah 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 receiver um certainly i mean the saints have been known to to look at receivers not as much of, of a target area for them this this year you know but uh certainly something to watch yeah but uh the off season is long uh we will see what storylines continue to unfold for both of our teams uh certainly Absolutely. Uh, yeah i mean right the Lions have been making news left and right, obviously, with the quote unquote retool. You know, I mean, obviously, everything from general manager to head coach, assistant coaches, you know, um, quarterbacks. Uh, so I know. I'm having a hard time keeping up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is just a whirlwind. I mean, you're 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 on vacation, you know, taking a couple weeks off to kind of ritual and rest yourself but i mean is it is it hard to escape all the all the news breaking constantly (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely an interesting season yeah i made like a funny tiktok slash instagram reel about just how how interesting it is in the off season because especially this year for the lions with going through a head coach and a gm change and you never know when that hire is going to be made after the season because sometimes they're talking about people from playoff teams, which was the case with the Lions and the Saints. You know, the Lions couldn't do anything officially with Dan Campbell until the Saints were eliminated from the playoffs. And, you know, I know that the audience listening to this podcast, that that was pretty much a bummer for them when when that happened. But for Lions fans, it was like, okay, now things can start moving. And so time to start. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, but that's, that's, what's funny about the off season is, you know, you think, okay, the season's over, you know, you just worked six months where you worked seven days a week for six straight months. And, you know, it's like, okay, time to take a quick little breather before the off season really gets off the ground. But there was really no breather this year because of the head coaching hire and, you know, now doing the entire staff, but then there's also the uh, Matthew Stafford report. So it has really been nonstop this off season, um, but you know, you, you laugh at it because it, it's just the way of the NFL, the, there really is no off season. The news cycle is always going. And, you know, right now they're kind of in the process of outside of, of course, the Matthew Stafford news, they're in the process of filling out that coaching staff. And, and I will say this for saints fans mm-hmm. that, you know, when Rodwood was talking about this hire that they made with Dan Campbell, he said that he called all around and, and asked so many questions about the guys that they were interviewing, Dan, of course, being one of them. Mm-hmm. And he talked to Saints GM Mickey Loomis. And what Mickey Loomis told him was, this is a guy who people are going to run to be on his coaching staff. People are going to want to join his staff. And that's what we've seen. They have brought in so many big names you know, to this coaching staff. And, you know, you mentioned it earlier with Aaron Glenn being a candidate for head coaching positions, you know, 
that's a huge hire for the Lions to bring him in as their defensive coordinator. And then also to get Anthony Lynn from the, you know, yeah, from, from the Chargers after, yeah. after uh-huh. he left the Chargers, you know, a former head coach as your offensive coordinator. And that's so important for a guy who is a first time head coach, although he was interim head coach in Miami, uh, you know, for, for a season mm-hmm. that, that is valuable experience that, that he got. And we talked about that in my interview with him, but, you know, to be able to add those, wise, experienced minds around you is so important. We've seen that not only on the coaching staff, but also in the front office as well with bringing in guys like John Dorsey, who's been a GM twice before and you come in and add him to your staff. And then, you know, Brad Holmes brings in his counterpart from uh, the Rams where you have Brad, who was the director of college scouting, and he brings in the director of pro scouting from the Rams to be his assistant GM. So, you know, it's just building out that coaching staff. And we've really seen so many coaches want to come and work with Dan Campbell. So what Mickey Loomis said was accurate about this guy. Oh, I love that. Well, we can't wait to see it. You know, as much as we hated to see Dan Campbell go, you know, Sean Payton, Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis both, you know, said that it says so much about your assistant coaches when they get great opportunities like this. So we are looking forward to, you know, the Saints and Lions don't play next season. They've played the past two seasons. So (laughs) it doesn't doesn't fall on the on the schedule for 2021 for them for them to play. Uh, So we'll Hopefully, Dan Campbell, you know, he's off to a good start laying a new foundation in Detroit. So we will certainly be watching to see how the offseason continues to unfold for him and the rest of his staff. So, Tori, where can our listeners connect more with you? So my social media handle is at Sports Tori, Tori with an I. um, And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's all the same handle, Sports Tori. And, uh, you know, follow me there. You'll see Lions news and general, you know, working in sports media content as well. Um, Something I've been having so much fun with in in the last six months or so is getting into TikTok and Instagram reels. Yes, Um, I've noticed. It's awesome. It's kind of inspired me to, you know, get started a little (laughs) bit more with reels, uh, you know, since I've started the podcast. Uh, But yeah, yeah, definitely. I've loved everything you're doing. I was late. Yeah, thank you. I was late to adopt it. You know, everybody got so into TikTok and quarantine last year. And I was like, oh, you know, I don't do all the dances and stuff. But then I realized that, oh, there's more to TikTok than the TikTok dances and got on there and just have been having so much fun with it. Um, Fun little creative outlet and a way to connect with other sports fans um, and other fans of women in sports media as well. So that's been kind of my little fun project. Uh, outside of of what I've been doing for the Lions this this off season slash end of last season. Awesome. Well, it has been a pleasure to reconnect with you through this new venture of mine, and I hope that we can continue to connect more. Tori, thank you so much for the time. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love that you're doing this. It really is a benefit to New Orleans sports fans that, that, you know, you're jumping in and doing this podcast. Um, I know that I've known you for a long time, so I can speak highly of you and know that, you know, your fans are getting some great content on your podcast. Well, that means a lot. And I look forward to keeping it up and bringing fans great stories all, all the time. Thanks so much, Tori. I know you will. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you so much for listening to Black and Gold Rush. Make sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice and leave a rating and review. Also, I'd love to connect more. Come say hey on Twitter or Instagram at RachelW504 and let me know what you thought of this episode. For show notes and more, head over to my website at rachelwjones.me. Until next time, ooh dat.